Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the RR Show, the best show on the internet. I'm Andy, and today I'm taking you for a tour of some Today I Fucked Up. So grab your tea and your popcorn, and let's get episode 212 off to a banging start with our first story from Salmonification. Today I Fucked Up by Dyeing My Entire Bathroom Purple. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. My family and I have lived in a house for about 17 years, and every single year my parents have talked about fixing up the bathroom. It was unbelievably ugly, with a yellowing bath and shower, wallpaper on the walls that had been poorly painted over and was now cracking, and worst of all, one patterned tile in the center of the room that not only differed from all the rest in color, but was a different size too. It sucked. At the start of 2020, my parents decided to finally do something about it. They got a million quotes, found a fancy clawfoot tub, and got to work. I was overseas, but my parents and my sister scraped off the wallpaper, removed the shower and bath and sink, and smashed up the horrible tile. Good riddance, but forever living in my nightmares. Unfortunately, this was the worst possible time for this, because then COVID happened just after I got home, thankfully, and we were stuck with no bathroom and no tilers or plumbers to reassemble it because of lockdown. We were stuck having showers outside next to the pool, which wasn't too bad as it was the end of summer, but using a camping toilet in the backyard with full view from the kitchen? Yeah, not ideal. Lockdown didn't end up lasting that long in my country, so after a few weeks, construction in the bathroom began, and a month or so later, It was painted, tiled, and fitted with a fancy new bath, sink, toilet, laundry cupboard, and even a fancy cat sandbox. It's like a little house, no smell, and no awkward eye contact with your cat while you're both shitting. A very important note to make here is that the walls were painted white. Parts of the walls were tiled white. The floor tiles were black and white. The sink was white. The bath was white. The toilet was white. The cupboards were white. And the cat house was, you guessed it, white. Although we ended up with a super nice bathroom, my household was still very traumatized with the public toilet situation and showering in the rain towards the middle of autumn and emptying that horrible camp toilet twice a week. Because of this, we were much more excited by our new fancy bathroom than a normal human should be and constantly talked about how nice it was to not only have a functioning bathroom, but a luxe one too. Add that to the 17 years of build-up to the renovation, and the frustration of dealing with builders and painters and tilers and plumbers, this bathroom was a really big deal to my family. 
It was probably about two months into our new bathroom when I decided that I was bored of my red hair and wanted to go purple. I'm someone who feels the compulsive need to have unnaturally colored hair and frequently bleach and dye it whenever I'm bored. I begged my sister to help me, but being a 14-year-old, she had better things to do like scrolling through TikTok. I cut my losses and made my way to the bathroom to DIY, because what could possibly go wrong? I put the gloves on and got to work. The first mistake happened when a drop of purple landed on the cabinet under the sink. I quickly wiped it up, but in doing so, I got a smudge of dark purple elsewhere on the cabinet. Not panicking yet, I just decided to finish my hair and then I would work on it. Once my head was satisfactorily lathered, I took off the gloves and left them in the white sink. Mistake two. Mistake three, I did not tie back my hair. I got a tissue and tried to wipe the cabinet, but it seemed to have stained. This was when I started to freak out internally, just a little. Because of this, I started scrubbing quite vigorously, which caused my hair to swipe the cabinet and therefore spread more dye. Fantastic. I tugged my hair behind my ears and picked up the gloves to find the sink stained purple. I rushed to throw the gloves in the kitchen bin and did not think even a little bit about how touching them meant I had purple dye on my fingers now. I decided that now was the time to recruit some actual cleaning chemicals. I went to open the white laundry cupboard with my horrible purple fingers and got dye on the doors. My panic level was steadily rising. I snatched up the first cleaning products I could see and began spraying and scrubbing to no avail. Everywhere I scrubbed, the color lifted a little, but not enough that I was confident my mum would not crucify me. Now, my hair was becoming a real issue, practically painting every surface I neared, so I decided that I would wash it out, and then I could focus all my energy on cleaning the cabinets. What mistake number am I up to now? I stripped off and hopped in the shower. And by shower, I mean the fancy clawfoot tub, which had a shower head and a white shower curtain over it, so you could stand in the shower. The fancy clawfoot tub that my parents adored and spent thousands on. The fancy clawfoot tub that literally cost more than the rest of the bathroom renovations combined. The fancy clawfoot tub that was white. I am sure you can see where this is going. As I was in a state of mild shock, I did not just stick my head under the shower head like a rational person. I stood in the shower and scrubbed my head like you would with shampoo. Like an idiot. As probably should have been expected, the purple splashed absolutely everywhere. The bath filled with violet water. The tiles and freshly painted walls were splashed as I shook my hair. The poor shower curtain was soaked. The more I saw the damage, the more I panicked. The more I panicked, the more I frantically looked around, shaking more destructive liquid around the room. Thus began a violent cycle. This was where my full-blown panic attack began. I yelled out for help and my sister came in to find me stark naked, purple dye running down my body, kneeling in the bath, shower splashing on my head and purple, splattered over literally every surface in the bathroom. There was even dye inside the toilet bowl. She stood in the doorway, door, white, also stained, in absolute shock for a minute or so. I was hyperventilating, scrubbing at the purple stain on the white bath to no avail. 
My sister eventually snapped out of it, realized that when mum got home from work, I would be out on the streets, if not decapitated and dismembered, and quickly got to scrubbing the walls and floor around the bath. We scrubbed and scrubbed, and I rambled on about how mum was going to kill me, and she tried to reassure me, albeit not very convincingly. At the height of my panic attack, I genuinely thought I was going to die because of this. Mum would get home, see it, and I would just drop dead. That made rational sense in my mind. So I'm scrubbing, I'm purple, and I'm mentally planning my own funeral. After about 15 minutes of getting nowhere, my dad walks into the kitchen to get a drink and hears the commotion. It must be noted that my dad is very quiet, rarely gets angry, and rarely even speaks unprompted. Some of my closest friends, who I have known almost my whole life, have barely ever heard him speak. He's just not an emotional or reactive person. But when he walked into the newly purple bathroom, he just stopped, stared, and said, What the fuck? I, of course, started hyperventilating more and spewing out random words about how I was going to clean it or pay for it with each shallow breath. My sister tried her best to help out, but my dad's expression of shock and horror was not changing. He eventually just walked over to the cupboard, gave me a bottle of cleaner, and noped the fuck out of there. I squirted some of it into the bath, and to my absolute relief, the purple lifted. Thus begun the next three hours of me and my sister scrubbing absolutely every surface of the bathroom. I took down the shower curtain and threw them into the washing machine with a mountain of bleach powder and prayed for a miracle. My sister and I had to clean the inside of the bath, the outside of the bath, three out of four walls, the windowsill, the floor, the sink, the cabinet, the cupboard doors, the inside of the cupboard, the bathroom door, both sides, the sandbox, and the entire toilet. When we finally finished, thank God for my sister, honestly, I filled up the bath so I could wash the rest of the dye out my hair. It was around now that I was coming down from the adrenaline high of my panic attack and began to realize that this whole time I was fully naked and also covered in purple. So when my mum finally came home, she found me in the bath, frantically scrubbing at my purple skin. I had work the next day, think corporate office job, chuckling nervously as she surveyed the bathroom with that detective gaze that mums have. There only seemed to be a few spots aside from my entire body that we had missed and I got to them as soon as I got out of the bath. My mum admitted that she probably would have snapped my neck if she saw the mess we described, so it's a good thing she was at work. From that point on, I had to dye my hair in the shower outside, which is not fun at all in winter, but it is still far better than panic attack and five-hour cleaning marathons. And the worst part of it all? The purple hair didn't even look that good. It was so dark it was almost my natural hair color and faded an awful khaki color. Additionally, my fingernails were stained like a rare disease for months. How do these YouTube tutorials make DIY hair dyeing look so easy? Our next one is from USA First. Today I fucked up by telling my pregnant Catholic wife that I don't want to force our child into Catholicism. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This happened minutes ago, as I sit in the bedroom with my tail between my legs. My wife and I have been happily married for two and a half years. Together almost five. I'm agnostic. Believe in a god, higher power. Don't necessarily believe in any religion, but also don't discredit any religion. She was raised Catholic by both parents. I apologize in advance if anyone finds these coming words insulting. That's not my intention. I would say she's not one that eats, breathes, and sleeps her religion. She stands strongly by her faith, but allows room for her own thinking, e.g., pro-birth control, premarital sex, the possibility of life outside Earth, stuff like that. We almost never talk about religion because we respect each other's beliefs and that's that. Therefore, it's never been a point of contention. However, she's three months pregnant, which is bringing up the religion conversation. I'm referring to the baby as it because we don't know the sex yet. I'm taking our child to mass, getting it baptized, it's going to Catholic school, I'm raising it Catholic, etc. Are things she said so far. I generally have a meh-whatever attitude toward these things because it's not my realm of expertise. But lately it's been bothering me more and more. Again, I don't have a problem with religion, but to force one upon a child seems like abuse and selfishness to me. I do love the guidance it provides people, but it's not for everyone. Today during dinner, she brought up how she wants to get a children's Bible to read to our baby child every night. In response, I said, I'd like to read something like a children's book of all religions so it gets a chance to expand its horizons and think for itself. A bit of mummy's belief and a bit of daddy's mindset. That couldn't be harmful, right? I'd like for our child to make its own decision at some point on which religion it would like to follow. Nope. All hell broke loose. I did my best by using a die as an example. I put a die in my hand and covered all sides except for the number one. I said... This is what you want for our child. You want to show it this one side, but it doesn't know the other sides exist. Through life experience, they'll learn the other five numbers, but it's now become so partial to the number one that it doesn't care what the other numbers have to offer. All I want to do is expose our child to all six sides and let it pick its favorite number. Nope, not happening. The child will be raised Catholic until it's a teenager and then can make its own decisions on religion and faith. I wish I were never pregnant. Don't talk to me about religion again, ever. Our next one is from Quinn F. Today I fucked up by calling my friend's mum a hoe. Yesterday at lunch, my friend and I, I'll call her Anna, were kind of joking around. We were in a good mood and it was all light-hearted. Then, without thinking, I said, Your mum's a hoe. I was quite surprised I said that, as it came out my mouth so suddenly and I'm never that type of person unless I feel comfortable around someone. Her reaction? Well, it wasn't that bad in person as she just kind of laughed it off a bit, but she kind of looked awkward. I thought that things were fine, just a little slip-up joke that nobody understood. At home, I was tending to my usual duties when I received a text from Anna. She said she was confused and didn't know how to react. She also mentioned that it wasn't a nice thing to say. I was quite shocked that I received this text. 
and I did not even expect a negative response from her. Anna's use of internet slang is quite trendy, and she sounded like any other Gen Z who goes on TikTok, so I thought that she would be familiar with the your mum jokes. I understand that from her perspective it's my fault, but from my perspective it's all a misunderstanding. This morning she was in my English class, and our seats are placed right next to each other. I explained that the statement was not intentional and that it was not supposed to be genuine. She gave a neutral response. Okay. We stopped talking for the rest of the day and I'm here racking my brain out because I don't know if she still wants to be friends. I would give her time to think, but it's given me a hard time and I can't focus on my own schoolwork or have a good night's sleep. Forgot to mention, I did apologize through text yesterday. She left me on red. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.